0: how many Christians are battling sickness and disease? How many Christians are literally still believing for a miracle? And obviously, it's one of the things that Jesus paid for with his blood. It's part of our redemption to receive healing through the covenant. But one of the things I do realize is that the Bible teaches that um, you're set free by the truth that you know. The Bible says you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Um, If you've heard me teach on this for any period of time, one of the things that I always try to point out is that faith is compartmentalized. Faith is compartmentalized. And um, what I mean by that is, uh, it's possible to have faith for one area of your life and not have faith for another area of your life. For example, It's possible to have uh, faith to be saved, but no faith to be healed. It's possible to have faith to be healed, but no faith uh, for finances. You see what I mean? So faith can be compartmentalized. And what, what causes that? The thing that causes that is that faith comes by hearing the word of God. The Bible says truth sets us free. We'll know the truth and the truth will set us free. So one of the reasons that many people have not been set free in certain areas of their life is because they don't have sufficient truth in that area of their life. They're not set free in a certain area of their life because they're not, they don't have sufficient truth in that area of their life. So if you're just jumping on, put it in the comments today. Truth equals freedom. Truth equals freedom. So the more truth you have in a certain area, will set you up for freedom in that area. And, and that's, and, you know, there's no, there's no way to argue that. You can't have faith, and I'll show you that in just a second. You can't have faith for something that you don't know about. Let me say that again because that is so important to know. You can't have faith for something that you don't know about. And a biblical proof of that um, is found in Acts chapter 19. And the Bible says that Paul traveled to a certain part of modern-day Turkey, Ephesus, and um, he, he found men there that had, uh, you know, they seemed to be followers of God, but he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, we've not even heard there is such a thing as the Holy Ghost. And he said, then what baptism were you baptized with? They said, John's baptism. He said, no, that's just baptism in water. He said, uh, and then after he said that, he baptized them in the name of Jesus Christ, and then the Bible says, he laid his hands upon them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, but first they had to know there was such a thing. They had to hear the truth about it. And so you can't have faith for something you don't know about. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. One of the reasons that so many people struggle with sickness and disease, many people do, but it's only one of the reasons is that they don't have sufficient truth in that area of their life. They don't have sufficient truth in that area of their life, the area of healing. And so maybe it's because they attend a church that doesn't teach on the subject of divine healing. Maybe it's because um, they just don't, you know, maybe it's that they, they go to a church that believes in it but the pastor doesn't take time on it. Or maybe they go to a church that simply doesn't believe that healing is for today. That's that happens in many places where pastors teach churches teach, you know, that's not for today. That was for the apostles day. You know, that was for Jesus day, but that's not for today. And so maybe they're in a place where it's not even preached at all. And actually sometimes it's preached against like that's wrong teaching. So, When you have insufficient truth in a certain area of life, then you don't have faith to receive in that area of life because faith, again, comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so, you know, as I've been traveling, one of the things that I've noticed is how many believers are still standing for a healing or a miracle. And, um, and I know that because that's one of the large reasons why people don't receive I thought I would do something interesting today. I want to give you 10 um, books on healing that will literally change your life. They changed my life. 10 books on healing that will change your life. They definitely changed mine. And um, I'm bl- uh, to be honest with you, I'm very blessed to have been able to grow up in the Pentecostal movement to grow up in, you know, the home of a healing evangelist. My father's a, a healing evangelist, operates in the gifts of the spirit. I was I was blessed to grow up and see those things take place firsthand. And Tiff, if I could see the comments as they're coming up, I appreciate it. I think I've got a bunch of new ones. Thank you. I was blessed to grow up in a home where I got to see that on a regular basis. I got to see uh, hands being laid on people. I got to see people... Uh, receive their miracle, receive their healing. I got to see people delivered from addictions. I got to see tumors disappear, blind eyes come open, deaf ears come open, cancer disappear. I I got to grow up seeing demons come out of people. So I I got to see those things firsthand. But I I understand that many people have never seen those things happen before. I I understand many people have never experienced that. And maybe they grew up in a church that like, like brother Jeff's saying, Grew up, grew up being taught that it was wrong and maybe being growing, growing up, not even being taught about it at all. So I want to offer you 10 books <clears throat> that I read and have, you know, and I've read them more than once that really changed my life. I know they'll change yours as well, but the other thing is they'll fill you with revelation, knowledge, truth, and faith to receive healing revelation, knowledge, truth, and faith to receive healing. And so I want to break these 10 down for you. Maybe you've never heard of some of these authors before. I'm going to tell you a little bit about, um, the authors. One of the books I had, I I misplaced it or somebody borrowed it. That's the, the worst mistake you can ever make. Let someone borrow your books. You never see them ever again. That's the nice thing about Kindle books because you can't let, you can't let anybody borrow those to my knowledge. You can, so you, lend them to you can lend them to people, but they're still in your library or no? Um, I think they're not in your library while somebody else has them, but I think <sighs> you can personally take them back. You can do, you know what? You can do that with actual books too. You have to just kick their door down and go into their own library and take your books back. But uh, apparently you can lend out your Kindle books. Morning, Miss Lewenda. Love you. And so I want to give you these 10 books um, on the subject of divine healing, maybe you've never heard about the author before. I'll tell you a little bit about each one. Uh, but I'll tell you why you need to read it, what it is that will help you, uh, and change your life. The first one, I'll, I'll just give you the first one off the bat that I can't either someone borrowed it or someone stole it, but I know it's around here somewhere. And that is a book entitled Christ the Healer by F. F. Bosworth. And if you would put these in the uh, comments section, these, these 10 books, number one, Christ the Healer by Dr. F.F. F. Bosworth. And I may have just made him a doctor, but F.F. Um, <laughs> Bosworth, um, and, and I'll read this, this to you here. Um, let me read this product description to you because I don't have it in front of me. But F.F. Bosworth's earnest prayer was that many thousands would learn to apply the promises of God's word to their lives through his book, Christ the Healer. Uh, He offers an astonishing discussion on healing based on the premise that Jesus redeemed us from our diseases when he atoned for our sins. Uh, Came out in 1924, by the way. Over half a million copies sold. But you know what's awesome? Let me read you something about Dr. Bosworth. Um, During the first half of the century, he conducted evangelistic and healing campaigns across the country and launched the National Radio Revival Ministry. And at age 75, went to Africa to preach and teach, and then finally died in 1958. So here's a man that saw miracles and healing taking place in his own ministry. You know, one of the things that I want to um, uh, say about these, these people, these authors that I'm, I'm showing you their books, I don't really care about reading anybody's books on healing That has never actually had healing miracles take place in their life or ministry because at that point, it's all just theoretical. I want to read what people have to say that have actually had healing miracles take place in their life and ministry. It'd be like listening to somebody teach on how to run a fortune 500 company that's never run a fortune 500 company. It's like, yeah, those are great ideas. Don't really care what you have to say because you've never actually run a fortune 500 company and you've never grown a company to that level. I feel the same way when I listen to people uh, try to teach on healing and miracles that that don't have healing and miracles take place in their ministry or in their life. I want to hear it from people that are seeing it happen in real time, people that are seeing those, those breakthroughs because they obviously have knowledge and are doing something right to see those things break through and take place. And so just so you understand, um, uh, brother Bosworth was seeing those healings and miracles taking place in his ministry. This is one of the books they gave us at Bible school, by the way, when I was in, um, yeah, that I was going to touch on that Linan. I'll, I'll do that in just a minute. But when I was at Rhema, this is one of the books that they gave us for our healing class, uh, Christ the healer by FF Bosworth. And I love that because she just brought up the point I was going to make. Um, one of the quotes from his book, faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. That would be something great to put in the comments, uh, here under this first book faith begins where the will of God is known. You know, I'll tell you why that's an important quote is one of the areas that I have to deal with as a minister, when I'm trying to pray for people to be healed and believing God with them for their miracle is, is this, there are many people, probably because of bad teaching that they are not sure whether or not God's will is healing for their own life. And I know you've met people like that. They're unsure about whether or not God is willing to heal them. And you know, I've, I've actually had conversations with people and said like, you know, and, and this is what they'll say. Well, you know, brother, I know, I know he's able. I know he's a healer, uh, but I just don't know if, if he'll heal me. So it's not that they don't believe he's powerful. It's not that they don't believe that God can heal or that Christ can heal the thing that they battle with in their mind is, will he heal me? And that, that's really the important area where you have to believe it is God's will to heal me. It is God's will to heal me. And so when you talk to people many, many times, that's the area they're battling in their mind is that, yeah, I know God's able, I know he can heal. I know he's powerful enough to heal, but would he heal me? And, That's the area where the devil messes with people. You know, can you, you really think God would heal you? Look at all the junk you've done in your life. Look at all the, look at all the things that you've gone through and you, you honestly think you're worthy to receive healing. And this is where the devil messes with people's minds that you're not worthy to receive healing or God doesn't want to heal you or you're not qualified for healing. And so this quote is so powerful by Dr. Bosworth because he says, faith begins where the will of God is known. So you have to make up in your mind and understand it from the word of God. It is God's will to heal me. It is God's will to heal me. In fact, that's another thing I'd love you to write or put it in your notes, put it in the comments. It is God's will to heal me. And this book will help you with that. When you read Christ the Healer, one of the things that... Uh, brother Bosworth wants to drive a uh, home in your spirit is that God's will for you is healing. You don't have to be a special type of person. You don't have to, you know, and, and in fact, one of the questions he answers in the book is not just is healing possible today is healing for everyone. That's the question he wants to answer in this book is healing for everyone or is Is it only for a select few that God sovereignly picks and chooses, you know, who he will and who he will not heal? And so there it is, um, is healing for everyone. You know, one of the covenant names of God is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God that heals. In fact, I'm looking here at Exodus chapter 15 and, um, listen to verse 26 where God reveals, um, God reveals his nature, his identity to his people. Um, verse 26 of Exodus 15. He, he, uh, he said to them, if you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, do that right in his eyes, give ear to his commandments, keep his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon you that I put upon the Egyptians for I am the Lord, your healer. I am the Lord, your healer. I am Jehovah Rafa, I am the Lord, your healer. Um the final 7 said starting out and want to see miracles, don't we preach and teach miracles anyways? Of course. Of course we do. Of course you want to. And I'm not what I'm what I'm not saying, I'm not saying that like if you're starting out in the ministry and uh, you shouldn't preach and teach about miracles until you have them. No, that that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about people that are writing books. I was speaking about people that are writing books. On, on healing and miracles. I don't want to hear anybody's book or read anybody's book or listen to anybody's podcast on what they think about healing or miracles if they don't have healing and miracles in their ministry. It's one thing to preach and teach to people because remember this preaching and teaching is the avenue or the method whereby God manifests his power. And so it's one thing to preach and teach on healing and encourage people to receive healing. It's another thing to to go around writing books on healing, and you don't, you don't, you've never had any healing take place in your ministry, you don't have miracles take place in your ministry, um, it's probably better to like produce some fruit before you write a book on it. And so Brother Bosworth is saying here that you've gotta understand God's will is to heal you. And that when you recognize from his word that his will is to heal you, faith begins where the will of God is known. Why why does he say it like that? Because if you understand this, you can't have faith for something you're unsure of. So what I mean by that is I've dealt with people that need to receive healing, but they never know. So let me give you a, a practical real life example. What if there's somebody who was taught growing up that when someone is sick, sometimes it's You know, just natural sickness. Sometimes it's the devil attacking, but other times it's the Lord teaching them a lesson or teaching them to be a stronger believer or teaching them to rely more fully upon him. So if you've been taught that or heard that taught as you were growing up, when you get sick, you're not sure whether it's an attack of the devil or just natural sickness, or you're not sure if maybe God put this on you to teach you a lesson. So here's the question. How can you have faith to be healed? Because if it's from God to teach you a lesson or to strengthen you, then you should endure it. You should go through it because he's the one that sent it. See, that's logical. If God sent it to me, then I should endure it. I should just pray that God gives me the strength to endure the sickness or disease. That's the only logical thing you can think of when you're dealing with that thought process. But see, God doesn't send sickness upon his children, doesn't send sickness upon his people. And when we see those things, we, we recognize every, James wrote this, every good gift, every perfect gift comes down from the father above in whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. That means he doesn't change his mind. God is the same. He does not change. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God said, I am the Lord, your God. I do not change. So re- recognize this. Every good gift comes from God. Every perfect gift comes from God. There's no way to argue from scripture that sickness is ever a good gift. There's no way to argue that. In fact, the way that I prove that is by looking at the ministry of Jesus. Acts 10:38. the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all, all those who were oppressed of the devil for the Lord was with him. So, so get this now, anytime Jesus encountered sickness or disease, he treated it as an oppression. He treated it as an enemy and he eradicated sickness and disease, wherever he found it, eradicated it. And so, uh, there's never going to be a time in the scripture where you find Jesus encountering sickness or disease and saying, well, you know what? I would heal you except I can see that my father has put this on you for his own purposes. And so you need to just endure this. No, that's not what you'll ever see Jesus do. He always ta- treated sickness and disease as an enemy. As an oppression. Look at that Acts 10.38. He said God anointed Jesus. With the Holy Ghost. And with power. He went about doing good. Healing all. That were oppressed of who? The devil. So who did the oppressing? The devil. In what form? Sickness and disease. And who did the freeing? Jesus. And who empowered him? The Holy Ghost. You see that? And so. It's all right if you can't call it by name, Yolene, because you don't have to know the name of the sickness in order to cast it out. You don't have to know the name of the disease in order to take authority over it. The blood of Jesus, the power of God, the name of Jesus is more powerful than any other name. So it doesn't matter what the name is. You just loose the power of God and receive healing. And so notice this, in this Christ the healer, uh, F.F. Bosworth wants people to understand what God's will for healing is so that faith can begin in your life from that moment, knowing it's God's will to heal me. It's God's will to heal me. He also answers the question, how is someone supposed to receive healing? That is answered in this first book, Christ the Healer. If you don't own that by F.F. Bosworth, it would be a great one to add to your library. One of the cool things is some of these books that I'm going to mention today are actually available on the Kindle Unlimited plan. Um, so if you have, uh, do you have to have prime for that Kindle Unlimited? You don't. So in the Kindle Unlimited plan, um, you can get a a number of books downloaded for free, uh, and they have a limit to how many, but you can download it for free to read and then turn it back in when you're done. So some of these books that I found are on Kindle Unlimited. So just check it out. But that first one is Christ the Healer. The second, the second one that I want to um, show you today is this little book um, called Healing from Heaven by Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans. And she truly was a doctor. Uh, Dr. L- Lillian B. Yeomans. And um, really interesting because even though she was a doctor early on in her life, she became addicted to drugs, hopelessly addicted to drugs. And um, she wrote, I was a perfect wreck mentally and physically. And, uh, she said she was one of her nurses described her as like a skeleton with a devil inside. That's how one of her nurses that was treating her described her a skeleton with a devil inside. And, um, she tried everything, even Christian science tried everything, nothing worked. And then she encountered uh, healing from heaven, which is one of the stories that's, that's found in the first chapter of this book. Uh, how I was delivered from drug addiction. And uh, there was a man, a man of God, a minister, that began to have a heavy burden for her life and uh, cried out to God, pointed her to the Word of God, and uh, she was totally set free. And then she gave up her medical practice. And she spent about 40 years after that uh, and became a Bible teacher, a writer. She wrote poetry uh, that was based around scripture. Powerful. This book uh, is a life-changing book. It's called Healing uh, from Heaven. Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans. Listen to some of these chapter. Her the last name is Yeomans. It's Y-E-O-M-A-N-S. Yeomans. Y-E-O-M-A-N-S. And it's on the book. It's actually written Lillian B. Yeomans, M.D. And um, we'll post the full the full link. Not the link, but the full list in the description of the video afterwards. Um, listen to this. She deals with what is the source of sickness, um, the praise cure, the conquered curse. The, then she contrasts the Bible or Christian science, the fact that healing is forever settled in heaven, signs following. That's the promise of, of, the, of the scripture. These signs will follow them that believe, teaching, preaching, and healing. So this book, and it's not even, it's not that big of a book. It's maybe a five by seven. Uh, This version is, and I think it's only about 130 pages. But this, this is a book you've got to get. Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans, Healing from Heaven. And it's only one of a a number of books in a series. I think there's four, four books in this series. Um, uh, The Bomb of Gilead, The Great Physician, then this one, Healing from Heaven, and uh, Health and Healing. But you got to get this one, Healing from Heaven. I believe this is another one of the ones that we got uh, in Bible school. And then I was in a book, like a used book, Christian bookstore, um, and found a really, really old uh, copy of this book. I have it at home. I didn't bring it in, but it looks like it may be a first edition uh, of this. I think, I'm trying to, I don't know what the first, the first time this was ever printed, but it has to be uh, early, early on, maybe in the 1940s. Forties, I'm guessing, something like that, 1940s. Um, but this is this is a powerful book, Dr. Lillian B. humans If you've ever read, you can find her poetry too. She used to write poetry uh, in regard to scripture and stuff. So very interesting woman. But what I've found is that people who have their own testimony of what God's done for them, many times have the greatest ministry uh, to others, and you see that throughout. Uh, the years with, with different healing ministers. Look at someone like Dr. Lester Sumrall who was dying. He was literally on his deathbed. And I've told you the story. If you if you remember woke up in the middle of the night as a teenager and on one side of his bed was a huge coffin. And on the other side of his bed was a huge Bible. And the Lord said to him, you'll either preach the gospel or you'll die. And he had to make the decision that I'm going to minister to people, I'm going to preach the gospel, I'm going to see other people uh, set free uh, by God's power. Many times you'll see that others who have their own testimony will have the most powerful ministry to those that need uh, healing from heaven. That's the case with her to being delivered to ministering to other people to see them delivered by the power of God. So book number two, Healing from Heaven by Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans. Phenomenal book. Um I want to put this in here. This is a, a powerful book. You need to get it. Um my father's book, How to Receive Your Healing. This is by my father, Ted Shuttlesworth, How to Receive Your Healing. This is book number three. Got to get a hold of this. Um one of the things that I love is that my father now has ministered for coming up on 50 years, 50 years of ministry. And um, I will tell you this because I'm I'm always watching preachers, teachers. I'm always reading books. I'm always listening to things. And I don't say this because he is my father. I say this because it's true that of all the ministries that I've watched over the years, especially the ones that are right now on the earth in operation, my father uh, has is the most proficient minister I've ever seen in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Most proficient I've ever witnessed. And I've witnessed a lot of ministers, uh, preach and minister to other people. And without question, I've watched my father minister to people in operate in all nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. This book, how to receive your healing will help you. Um, I've watched miracle after miracle, and uh, many of you have too. Many of you are familiar with my father's ministry. You've watched him preach. You've listened to him teach, and you've watched the miracles take place. You've seen the gifts of the Spirit in operation. You've seen the word of knowledge in operation. Um, And if there's anybody that is qualified in our generation to preach and teach and write on healing and miracles uh, and the gifts of the Spirit, it would be my father. And uh, this book, Healing, or How to Receive Your Healing, uh, will help you immensely. He's obviously seen this for 50 years where people have been dealing with sickness and disease in the body of Christ. How do you get free? How do you stay free from sickness and disease? And uh, in the book, he talks about the fact that there's a road that you must travel to receive your healing. There's a scriptural method to receive healing Uh, into your body. One of the chapters, you've got to get this. One of the chapters is the most asked question that you'll hear from Christians regarding sickness and suffering. You ready? If God is so good, why do people suffer? I actually had somebody once again, just mention this to me yesterday. I think it was in a comment. You know, if God is so powerful, if God is so good, then how come people all over the world are suffering, including Christians? And so this book actually answers that question. If God is so good, why do people suffer? Why do people suffer? And uh, somebody said yesterday, God could literally just snap his finger and, and do away with all suffering and do away with all pain and all hurt and all sickness and all disease. And people don't understand that. They don't understand why it exists. If God is so good and if he's so powerful, this book will help you. This book will answer that question. And so this is book number three, how to receive your healing. And um, this this book um, was recently, we we recently re-released this. I think it was just at the end of last year. So these are brand new and you can get a copy of this uh, on my father's website, uh, tedshuttlesworth.com, shop.tedshuttlesworth.com but you need to grab it. It will help you immensely. So that's book number three. Um, Let me give you this, book number four. um, This is by Brother Hagin. We got this obviously in Bible school as well. It's called God's Word on Divine Healing. God's Word on Divine Healing. Uh, Obviously, I loved listening and still listen to Brother Hagin teach. And of course, here's another man that really was on his deathbed that was, uh, had heart problems and died and was on his way to hell and pulled back up by the power of the Holy Spirit and then lived and continued living after he was a boy all the way till he was 86 years old and passed away in 2003 and uh, a mighty man of God. And I still to this day watch his videos, listen to his teaching, but was uh, a stickler for the word of God. We go to the word, find it in the word, find it in the word, find it in the word. And this will help you immensely, which is God's word on divine healing. And uh, if you own any of these, these are almost like uh, Bible studies that he put into book form. Um, you've got to get this, this, this will help you so much. One of the things that blew my mind about brother Hagin is how he was able to take deep spiritual principles and teach them and make them so understandable for the, for the average person. I mean, you think about the fact that he was able to teach farmers in, you know, West Texas and just, you know, as he said, in the black lands of Texas, he was able to teach deep spiritual principles to farmers, to regular people. They weren't theologians. They didn't, they didn't come out of seminary. And he was able to teach the, the truths of scripture and not just teach them, but they actually see the fruit being produced in their lives. And um, that's one of the gifts that really he was able to cultivate in his life, the ability to take the word of God and to impart it to those that may have had no biblical teaching, no biblical knowledge, but it's God's word on divine healing by uh, Brother Kenneth Hagin. Listen to some of these chapters that you'll, um, you'll read about. Healing, God at work. Healing, the Father's provision. Healing, God's will for you. Two streams of healing you can receive if you believe. Healing is a good gift. Is it God's will to heal you? God's word is health to our flesh, the abundant life. He deals with two full chapters on the roadblocks to healing. Spiritual healing, walking in the light of God's word. So number four, you've got to get this one if you don't own it. Uh, God's Word on Divine Healing by Brother Kenneth Hagen. Um I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but one of the courses that we released in Miracle Word University is our course on divine healing. We have over five hours of biblical teaching on divine healing and uh, made it extremely affordable. I, it's only $69 if you go to MiracleWordU.com and um, you can start it and watch it at your own pace. But uh, I dealt with every question that we're asked as we travel, everything that people always have questions about, um, and I always stay around the altar and say, Brother Ted, could I ask you something real quick? All of those things that we constantly get, I dealt with that uh, from the scripture and teach on divine healing as a doctrine of the Christian church, a doctrine of the Pentecostal Christian church, and how you can receive healing, how you can walk in healing, how you can keep your healing. And then finally, at the end of the course, I deal with how you can minister healing to other people. And uh, we'd love to get you into that course. It's found at MiracleWordU, the letter U, .com. MiracleWordU.com. It'll help you a lot. Um, speaking of that, uh, talking about you need to understand why you believe what you believe. Um, book number five will help you immensely. And that is this one, Bible Doctrines by P. C. Nelson. Bible Doctrines by P. C. Nelson. This is a small little reference. I would call it a reference book because it's it's not long. It's not like a systematic theology textbook. Uh, I think it's it's only about 120 pages, and I think it's only about five by seven size. But it's an excellent reference book for finding the scriptures that back up why we believe what we believe. P. C. Nelson um, was, <laughs> he was a powerhouse, uh, of, of a scholar. Here's a man that spoke, read and could write, uh, the original languages of the scripture. And in fact, did his devotions on, uh, his de- biblical devotions in the original languages. He would read the old Testament in Hebrew and Aramaic. He would read the new Testament in Greek. And, uh, this is a man that knew what he was talking about. And, um, he was literally, I didn't know this, uh, until I read this, but he was, bo- I'd heard it. I'd heard brother Hagen reference him so many times, but I didn't know this about his life that he was born in Denmark and then brought to America as a boy, um, got saved at 11. Um, but he was able to read 22 languages, 22 languages. Um, his personal library, he had over 30,000 books, unbelievable scholar. And so, uh, PC Nelson, Peter Christopher Nelson, they all just called him dad Nelson, but put out this book, Bible doctrines, which was used and has been used, uh, by the Pentecostal church for years, for years and years as a staple. And it's, it's a great reference guide. And if you, if it's, it's not just on healing, by the way, that's just one of the sections, um, in the book It's chapter 12 on divine healing, but he goes through all of the doctrines, you know, the inspired word of God, the one true God, the fact that Jesus is God, the fall of man, salvation, baptism in the Holy Ghost, uh, sanctification. He goes through all of it. But chapter 12 deals with the doctrine of divine healing. So if you want to know why we believe what we believe on the subject of divine healing, this is a great reference because when you go into chapter 12, he's not just going to uh, teach on it, but he's going to give you scripture after scripture, after scripture, um, to back up the doctrine of, uh, of, of, of divine healing. So this one, Bible doctrines, PC Nelson got to get that one. Was that number five? Was that number five? Yeah. Number six. Um, here's a wonderful and a powerful man of God. I've watched so many of his videos. Um, he's gone home to heaven. Uh, but his videos are still on YouTube. So powerful. His name was A.A. Allen, and uh, he was a a healing evangelist during the Voice of Healing revival uh, in America uh, just after World War II came to a close. And so 1950s, uh, 1960s, this was a man who saw miracle after miracle after miracle. In fact, you should go to to YouTube and just search his name, A.A. Allen, and watch the healing miracles, Uh, it'll blow your mind. We always keep one of them on our our website. It's called the Monkey Boy Miracle. Here's a boy that was born with no bones in his legs, and Brother Allen sets him on the pulpit, moves his legs in every direction, showing they're like rubber, and uh, carries him around for the entire service, preaches uh, with the boy in his arms, and then at the end prays for him, and the boy stands, on legs that had no bones previously and takes a few steps on the platform with bones that had no legs, or excuse me, legs that had no bones in them. That would be a skeleton, Legs, bones that had no legs. Legs that had no bones. <laughs> it's a powerful miracle. It's on YouTube as well. Um, but he wrote this book that was presented and re-released by Brother R.W. Shambach that was his uh, son in the faith. It's called God's Guarantee, To heal you. God's guarantee to heal you. Authoritative answers from the word of God to help you receive your miracles. How do you get enough faith to receive healing? Who has the power to heal? Why are many not healed? How do you keep your healing? How do you receive your healing? What causes sicknesses? Is it God's will to heal you? So this this is a book that'll, again, I'm talking about men that saw healing healing regularly take place in their ministry, regularly take place in their life. And I'm talking about thousands of miracles. These are, these are supernatural. They, they wheeled a man in to his crusade. And this was not one, many, many times this happened. But they'd bring hospitals, would release patients in ambulances to be brought to the tent where he was holding crusades. They'd have whole sections where people were on hospital beds and be wheeled up on the ramp to receive prayer. I remember watching one where a man had stage four stomach cancer and could not keep any food down and could not, uh, even drink. And so this man's like on the verge of death and, um, brought him up on the platform and laid hands on him, believing for a miracle and didn't, didn't just believe for a miracle. Cause after he prayed for the man that was like on his way to death, uh, he said, go back and get me uh, go get me, get me some, bring, bring up something to drink. And so, and then they had him bring, bring like a sandwich, like, like a, a wrapped up sandwich from the area where people are eating. So they bring it, bring it up. And he has the guy he said, all right, we're going to sing a song. And has the guy drink the drink and eat the, eat the sandwich. And the guy was supernaturally healed, kept the food down, kept the drink down, healed of stomach, stage four stomach cancer. And so it's like one thing after another. You can watch them. You can watch them uh, on YouTube. But this book is the book he produced entitled God's Guarantee to Heal You. Um I believe that this book can be still found on uh, Amazon.com. Uh, uh, there might even be uh, a digital or like an ebook version of this. And I bet you money, if you Googled it, you could probably find a free download of this book somewhere, some of his books went into, fell into public domain. And so, uh, there's free downloads of some of these books available, um, online as well, but God's guaranteed to heal you by AA Allen. It's another powerful one that you need to get. Um, here's one book, number seven, um, EW Kenyon, Jesus, the healer, Jesus, the healer. Um, this, this man, E.W. Kenyon was, <laughs> he was a powerful thinker, powerful teacher. He was ugly as sin, but I mean, powerful, a powerful ministry. I don't even know why they included his pictures in the back of his books or in the front, in the front of his books. I'm looking, looking at his picture. He's ugly as sin, but what a powerful, <laughs> what a powerful man of God. he. He taught this on the subject of Pauline revelation, identification with Christ and taught it so masterfully, so masterfully. Brother Hagan used to reference him all the time. Um, uh, This this man was just, his books were next level. And I have, I think I have every book that he's ever written, but this is Jesus the Healer by E.W. Kenyon and um i think he pa- yeah passed away in 1948 but this is a very unique book on healing because because of the fact that his ministry he spent so much time teaching on identification with Christ he taught on um Pauline revelation or being one with Jesus being one with Christ being in the body of Christ um in him in whom um This book is from another direction because it talks about receiving your healing, receiving miracles through the understanding of being identified with Christ, united with Christ, which is such a powerful thought. Uh, All of his books, two kinds of righteousness, two kinds of faith, the father and his family, the blood covenant, Jesus, the healer, these these books that he released teaching believers on identification with Christ. If you can get this, I did a, uh, a broadcast on this recently called the most important Christian revelation that there is the most important biblical revelation that there is. Um, and this is what he taught throughout his entire ministry. Powerful, powerful revelation on being united with Christ, identified with Christ. It's like Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I'm crucified with Christ. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Gina said, I Googled him. He's not that bad. (laughs) She's like, I'd date him. Um, (laughs) I guess I overplayed the ugliest sin part. But um, I just have high standards, Gina. Um, <laughs> um, you must've gotten an early picture, Jesus, the healer by, by EW Kenyon, by EW Canyon. You got to get this book again. These are not hard reads. This one here is only, um, 80 pages, 80 pages, five and a half by eight and a half, but this will change your mind. It'll change your life. And when you gain that revelation knowledge, I'm going to help you with this because the next book that I'm going to talk about will help you in understanding this. This is book, book number six, right? Is this book number seven? This is book number seven. Which one are we on? Scroll back. I've forgotten. I need to like, yeah, it's seven. Um, Cause I only have three left. Um, <laughs> He just has some teeth here and some teeth there. Come on, Evangelist (laughs) Ted. You got to get his book, though. Got to get his book. Uh, It will help you. But understanding this revelation keeps you in a place of healing and strength. Understanding that keeps you in that place. Let me let me just say this: it's one thing to get healed, and it's another thing to stay healed. Let me say, let me say that again. It's one thing to get healed. It's another thing to stay healed. I've seen many people receive a healing and then lose their healing. I've seen it. And, and it's, it's one thing because here's, here's the deal. You can be in an anointed environment. You can be in a service where healing is flowing. You can be in a service even when the minister has faith to minister to the people. Remember this, you might receive a miracle based upon someone else's faith, right? The minister who's praying for you or the Christian who's praying for you. They might have extreme faith. They've been building their faith. They've been building up their spirit on the subject of healing. They might have extreme faith to see you healed by the power of God. And maybe as you join your faith with theirs, you receive that miracle in that moment. But you know what? It's going to take faith for you to retain that miracle, to keep your healing. And if, if you're depending on someone else's faith to be healed, you better build your own faith to stay healed. Otherwise, it is possible. I've seen it happen many, many times that people lose what God gave them. That's why some, so many of these healing ministers, when you read their book, there's a chapter in there about how to keep your healing, how to walk in healing, stay healed. You know, there was a a very well-known healing minister that contacted Rhema and, and he would do healing crusades all over the United States. And he said, you know, can we, is there a way that after these crusades, we can get these people that are healed connected in Rhema churches? Because what's happening is, is they're getting healed in the crusades. And then when they leave, they're going back to their churches that don't even teach on healing or teach against it. And they're losing what God gave them. So is there any way we can connect them to churches that will continually build their faith and teach them on healing? Well, that's needed. That's needed. And so this this eighth book that I'm going to show you, you, you may already own this, but I'm glad you do if you do. And that is a book that's not necessarily on healing, but it is on the believer's authority. Brother Hagin, the believer's authority. If you don't own this book, you should own this book. If you don't own it, you should own it because one of the things that it takes for you to keep your healing and to walk in healing on a daily basis is understanding the believers authority that you've got authority over sickness authority over disease authority over sin authority over the devil and that you don't have to just take life as it comes you don't have to just take these things as they happen you can walk in divine dominion and authority over all the works of the devil and that these things don't have to pop back up in your life every three months, every six months, that you can stay in healing and health and strength for the rest of your life. And understanding this revelation that, that God gave Brother Hagin, it will help you immensely to understand that, you know, because, you know, and this is, this is powerful because this has gone all over the world. I don't know how many languages this book's been translated into but this has gone all over the world and changed people's lives. It's changed a generation of believers that you don't have to sit around and take life as it comes, that you can literally walk in a strength and a power that will keep you above and beyond. doesn't matter that the devil attacks. You say, what about the devil? He'll attack. You know, the devil, the devil You know, he's always attacking me. It's all right. It's scriptural to be attacked, but it is unscriptural to be defeated. It is scriptural to be attacked. It is unscriptural to be defeated. That's a, a quote from Brother Oyedepo, Bishop Oyedepo. It is scriptural to be attacked. It is unscriptural to be defeated. And this book will show you that you've got authority and power so that you don't have to walk in defeat on a constant basis. It's crisis to crisis, problem to problem, issue to issue. No, you can walk from victory to victory, from faith unto faith. Amen. And the power of God will help you. But this book, it takes the revelation knowledge, to understand the word of God. This book, again, another, an, another easy read. This is only 70 pages. Should read this every year without question. That's right, Ashley. He said this book is non-negotiable. It's a must-have. You have to read it. I'd read it every year. I'd read it every single year. That's book number eight of the 10. Book number nine, very interesting book. Um, this is an old, old copy of this book but this is a book by dr. si Mcmillan called none of these diseases none of these diseases it's it's an older book but let's see if I can figure out when it was originally published um I don't know I don't know if I can find the original publishing date of this book let me see when this copy when this copy came out I don't know if this this might be a first edition I'm not sure I found this in a, uh, an old used Christian bookstore. This one came out in 63. So this one was, this one was from 1963. And actually that's what this copyright says, but it just took me a minute. Cause it's in Roman numerals. Um, 1963. So this is, this is a 1963 copy of this book. None of these diseases. Dr. S.I. McMillan. Um, One of the things that's a, this is kind of an interesting uh, choice in this list because he was a medical doctor, obviously. No joke. Graduated from the University of Pennsylvania Medical School. That's an Ivy League school. uh, And the London School of Tropical Medicine was a medical missionary in Africa for many years, and then he established his medical practice in New York. But what he's teaching in this book is, um, and let me read you this from the, from the cover. It's interesting how they, how they worded this. After thousands of years, medical science rediscovers a startling prescription for full and healthy living, the Bible. That shouldn't come as a surprise. God told the Israelites, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what's right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep his decrees, I'll not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And so obviously the title, None of These Diseases, uh, actually came from Exodus chapter 15. He's referencing Exodus chapter 15 that I uh, read to you just a few moments ago. I will put None of These Diseases upon you that I've put upon the Egyptians. And so, um, this will help you immensely deals with all kinds of different, uh, areas of health. Um, not just stress, literally deals with stress, sex, anger, um, tobacco addictions, all kinds of different things uh, are found in the book, but it's interesting perspective because it's written by a medical doctor that also, uh, ministered to people overseas. Let me, let me, let me tell you some of these, some of these chapters. Um, <laughs> I like this, this title, of the chapter science arrives 4,000 years late, the robber of 5 million brains, coronary and cancer by the carton. They have the devil to pay the enemies of sexual happiness. Probably not a chapter title you're going to find in many Christian books in 2022, the enemies of sexual happiness, the superlatives in sex, upset mind, sick body. It's not what you eat, it's what eats you. The high cost of getting even. Um, This, cats and crocodiles, you're as old as your arteries. An interesting take because it's written by a medical doctor, but a book that stood the test of time and an excellent addition to your library on healing, uh, Dr. S.I. McMillan, none of these diseases. And then finally, I mean, I could keep going because I, there's so many great books on healing that we could, we could list, but you've got to list the old classic. You have to. you got to put it in the... You have to put it in the, in the... I know, right? You're as old as your artist. You have to put it in the stack, and that is Healing the Sick by T.L. Osborne. You can't make a list of books on divine healing and leave out Healing the Sick by T.L. Osborne. Here's a man who held mass crusades in over 90 nations of the world. Nine, almost, Think about this. Almost half the nations. <laughs> he held mass crusades in almost half of the nations that exist on the earth. We're talking, if you, if you were to see the pictures and they put them in the middle, they put them in the middle of the book where you can see Brother Osborne overseas, Indonesia, uh, Africa, different part nations in Africa, Armenia. I mean, amazing. And when you look at the pictures, the crowd is just a sea of people going back as far as you can see and holding over, I don't know how many crusades it would have been, but 90 nations of the world, mass crusades where people would get healed in mass. Where as he's preaching on the love of Jesus, as he's preaching on the power of God, you'd see it happen and people would be passing their wheelchairs over the crowd and their crutches and their braces, people getting healed. And then it's like all of the things that held them were crowd surfing across the top to the top, to the, to the platform that he had built on those fields. Just one miracle after another. And uh, if you don't, and this is over a million copies of this book have been sold. If you don't have this Uh, book. You have got to get this book. Um, He even deals with a chapter in this one, why some people lose their healing, as I was just speaking about, why some people lose their healing. This is a powerful one. You've got to get it. Uh, It has to be in your library. No question about it. It's a non-negotiable must own, must read. And uh, this is one you got to read multiple times. So many good um, so many good things in one book. I think this started out as multiple books, um, if I remember correctly. I think this may have started out as four books that ended up being put into one. If my dad's on, he'll remember uh, four or six books that finally got published into one book. But you've got to get that T.L. Osborne, Healing the Sick. Um, I want to take that because I don't. I don't just want to uh, finish today teaching on healing but I know there's people that are watching. I know there's other people that are listening and that will listen later that you are specifically battling uh, sickness or disease. Um, maybe a family member, maybe it's your, your spouse or a child you're battling, believing for healing, believing for miracles. I want to take the end of this broadcast today and I want to pray for you. I want to believe God for you and ask the Lord to heal you today and touch you so that no matter what it is you're, you're battling, going through, as someone wrote earlier, I don't even know what's wrong in my body. I don't even know the name of what I'm dealing with. I want to pray for you today because we serve a God who's not just able to heal you. He wants to heal you. He's willing to heal you. And in fact, the blood has already been shed for your healing. He was pierced and he was whipped. He took stripes upon his back and he carried your diseases, he carried your sins, he carried your pain, he carried it on his body, he paid for it. And so the work of healing has already been done. Now that all that's left is to receive what Jesus has already done for you by faith. So let me pray for you today. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus today. We thank you for your healing virtue, your healing power. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Now I'm praying today for every person that's battling sickness in their body, battling disease. We take authority over every attack of the devil in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. What the enemy has launched at them to destroy them, to take them out. Today, Lord, we ask you to stretch forth your hand and touch your precious people. Lord, we ask you that whatever it was that posed a a problem, whatever presented itself as a harassment to their life and their body or their mind, We ask you today to blow your breath from heaven and blow it far from their house, never to mess with them again. Touch them, Lord, and let uh, let your anointing flow through their body right now, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. And we thank you that you'll get all the praise, all the glory, all the honor in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for that. We love you and we give you praise ahead of time in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, if you receive it, throw some hands up, throw some fire up in the comments section and declare it. I am healed. Put it in the comments. If you're battling that and you receive that prayer, I am healed. Don't say I'm going to be healed. Don't say I'm believing to be healed. Declare it by faith. Declare those things that are not as though they already are. I am healed in Jesus name. I am healed in Jesus name. I'll talk to you about one more book today before we go. And that is this book that we're offering this month by Pastor Mark Hankins, The Bloodline of a Champion, The Power of the Blood of Jesus. This is the book that we're offering for those that are uh, standing with us in partnership in the month of August, those that are sowing seeds. This is the gift that we wanna put in your hand for your uh, offering of any amount in the month of August, The Bloodline of a Champion by Pastor Mark Hankins a powerful book as he teaches on the blood of Jesus. And so for those of you that are sowing and you want to receive this book, go to miracleword.com forward slash offer. And uh, you can claim that and let us know where to mail it. And we will send it to you as our gift to you. And I'm challenging you to partner with me and Carolyn in the month of August as we're stepping out uh, to touch this generation with the power of God. And uh, we're getting ready to head to Lancaster, Pennsylvania for revival, we leave on Saturday. And then from there, we're heading to Elizabeth City, North Carolina for the final tent meeting of the year where people are getting saved, they're getting healed, getting delivered. These outdoor crusades have been powerful. And so uh, I wanna challenge you to stand with us, sow a seed this month that will push the gospel forward. It's time to make up our minds. As Jesus is coming back soon, I'm going to do everything I can to see people saved and healed before it's too late. And one of the things that you can do, I know that not everybody can travel and preach. Not everybody's called to, but everybody can sow seed and send the gospel forward by faith. And so you are a partner with us uh, in what we're doing. And I believe the same benefits that we're reaping spiritually, you're reaping as you sow into this ministry. And so I want to say thank you. Thank you very much. And so if you go to miracleword.com, You can click the partner page and you can stand with us this month, sow a seed. There's all kinds of ways you can give digitally by debit or credit card uh, or digital apps, whether that be PayPal, Zelle, Cash App, Venmo. There's all kinds of different ways, but I want to say thank you. Also, I want to see all of our partners uh, that can make it at the Victory Tribe Homecoming weekend. This is coming up October the 28th and the 29th. I'm getting extremely excited about it. I can't wait to get there. The 28th is a Friday night. We're going to have a revival service um, in Central Assembly of God in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. The 29th is a Saturday. We're going to have brunch together at the Renaissance Hotel. And I've got some massive announcements for you that I cannot wait to share, but I'm not going to spill any beans until we get there because I want it to be a surprise, but I'm very excited. Cannot wait to see everybody. At the Victory Tribe homecoming weekend. It's going to be great. I love you guys so very much. Did you know that the brand new Miracle Word Kids one-year Bible study is available? You can get this on Amazon right now in any country in the world. This is worldwide available, and uh, we'd love for you to get a hold of it. Uh, We have, though, um, bulk pricing. If you'd like to get it for uh, your children's church, if you'd like to get it for homeschool, curriculum, whatever whatever it is, we have bulk pricing for this, and we'll give you a discount on the website shop.miracleword.com, but grab it. And if you're ordering it from us, we're sending bracelets and stickers for the kids as well, but grab a copy. This thing is amazing. It's the most beautiful thing we've ever released from the ministry, and it's... Uh, fully interactive for your kids. It's a nice thing because with all the areas that they can write in here, something that you can keep as a keepsake and look back on years later. I have some of those things already and my kids aren't even that old. I have I, I bought a couple journals. I used to tell uh, Teddy and Brooklyn and, and Madeline stories before bed, adventure stories. And what I would do is on one side, I would tell the story and write it. And then on the other side, I would would have them illustrate it with uh, pictures that they drew themselves. So I still have those things look back. And Maddie's gotten much better at drawing since then. (laughs) But it's awesome to have things like that for your kids. And this is uh, almost becomes like a a journal uh, as you're writing all through it. But grab yourself a copy. I love you guys. I'm gonna be back with you again all week this week. I'll see you every morning, 10.30, back in town before revival. Have a powerful day. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.